Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, hey, hey. We're back. We're black. We're extra brown today. Ambition, 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 ambition. Well, we have some extra brown in the stew today. Yes. Well, one, first of all, happy new year. I don't know when you're hearing this, but child, 2023. Okay. If 2023 had a word, it would be what? Because <laughs> I think it was so hard for so many people, but that's all right. We forgot about her. She's gone. She's out of here. 2024, as my sister Tracy said, is going to be a banner year. I can feel it. It's already starting off great for the most part. Um, So we wanted to start the year off awesome by having awesome people in the stew. And today we have a woman who is amazing and who I was introduced to via one of my mentees. Hey, Berna. Uh, Berna's awesome. And uh, Berna said, you have to be this woman, Verinda. She's awesome. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Verinda, then we're going to welcome her into the stew and just chat. So Verinda Gupta is the CEO and co-founder of Sequin, which is a women's banking and financial education membership club designed by women for women. Okay. She is a globally recognized credit expert by Forbes, ABC7 News, and Fintech Magazine, who helped launch the popular Chase Sapphire Reserve Credit Card at Visa Inc. Yes, that was Verinda. Y'all know I got the reserve card. The joke is, uh, Verinda, that um, I never call it the right name. I'm always like the go get it Chase card, the travel around the card, travel around the world card. So she was the one who helped to launch that. And she received her MBA from Berkeley Haas. Am I saying that right? Um, Brenda lives in San Francisco, California, and is a proud, we love this because you know I'm first generation, first generation Indian immigrant. Welcome to the studio, Brenda. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. And I love hearing my bio out of your mouth. You are like my personal hype woman. This is great. Well, one, I've heard to have to say that, like, honestly, like, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but Nigerians and uh, which I am first generation um, and um, Indians have so much in common because we, too, can only be doctors, attorneys, pharmacists, engineers. (laughs) There's like a list of very small, um, you know, of education paths that we are allowed to to go down, um, which is hilarious. And uh, whenever I talk to my Indian friends, kind of like of my upbringing, it sounds so similar. You know, mm-hmm. parents were a little extra too strict. You know, education <laughs> was most important. Um, yes. And um, yeah, that there was just this expectation of excellence always, you know. And so like... <laughs> So I love that. We're so, yes, a good company to the, here. Yes, we are. Um, so one, I know that. So tell us a little bit about your your background. How did you How did you get here? And then I'd love to learn more about what sequence is. I'm so excited to talk about my story with you, Tiffany, because I think I have a kindred spirit here. Um, so yeah, my story begins as a first generation immigrant. My family and I immigrated from India when I was very young and I saw them navigating the U.S. financial system and I saw disproportionately my mom having a lot of fear and that there might be gotchas or that she might make a mistake. And my mother is this, like many brown mothers, a very feisty immigrant woman. She is not afraid of anything except for this one realm, which was the financial world. And so ultimately, when there were big financial decisions to be made, my dad would end up making them because Mm. my mom didn't feel confident. And I started associating money with power at a very young age. And since then, both my parents really encouraged me to become financially independent and really understand the financial system. Because again, 
money is power. Mm -hmm. And so when I graduated, I actually wanted to get into financial services so I could empower myself and empower my mom and, and the women and just persons around me with this very important knowledge. And my first job out of college was at Visa. And I felt really fortunate to have that position because I was learning so much. I was a product manager. I was building popular credit cards, including the Chase Sapphire Reserve, which I know we, we talked about um, <laughs> yes. for a bit. And it was so fun, you know, working on this project, having so much ownership and for multiple years working on this huge product launch, which was a big success. And I applied for the card that I'd spent years building and I got rejected. Wow. Yes. <laughs> so you applied so, for, you built the club and couldn't get in. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it was this moment where everything in my life had kind of come rushing to me and it said, okay, well, you are literally in the center of the system mm -hmm. and you yourself are unable to get access to really important financial tools. And I just looked around and I said, you know, maybe I could be the one to break this generational kind of issue, especially as women are looking at money and looking at finances and not necessarily feeling as empowered and feeling as confident. And then I'm sitting there with this rejection screen in mm. front of me and just have this moment of realization that, you know, if, if I wasn't able to do something about this, then my daughter in the future mm -hmm. was going to be sitting in this exact same chair, having this exact same experience. And it kind of led me on this rabbit hole where I started understanding who the financial system was built for and who it wasn't. Okay. And I actually learned that women and minorities could be rejected from bank accounts, credit cards, business loans, up until the 1970s mm -hmm. and that's not ancient history yeah. right and even though it's illegal today we all know that putting you know laws in place does not solve the problem and yeah. i kind of you know came to this realization that women and minorities have the largest spending power of any demographic ever mm -hmm. however the financial system and the resources and the guidance and the tools themselves are really not designed around women or around minorities and that's leading to less than optimal outcomes for us and um you know that's kind of where my fascination with all of this started and so when did you leave um did you did you leave chase soon after that and like is this what 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 led you to starting sequins and what is sequin yeah absolutely so i left visa um i was working on the chase, like I said, chase yes. with, yeah, <laughs> with chase. everybody knows they're laughing because they're like tiffany <laughs> they know that i'm like um you know the uh the especially mandy when it comes to the chase sapphire reserve i'm like the chase the run and get on vacation the i get points to travel car they know so the fact that i called it yes that is so on, on brand yes so when you left <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So did you, was that like soon after that, did you stay for a little longer? Like what did that look like? I did. Yeah. Okay. So I stayed for a little longer because I, I had this realization that in order for me to fundamentally disrupt the financial system, mm -hmm. I really wanted to understand mm -hmm. how it worked, who it was built for, how it's designed, what the financial incentives are, how these products are built. And mm -hmm. so after I got rejected, I actually had this renewed excitement and zeal for the payments industry because I felt if I could learn from the smartest people in the industry, I could actually take those learnings and then build something better. So mm. I stuck around Visa for a few years after that. And I actually went to get my MBA at Berkeley Haas. And when I was actually in my MBA program, I started surveying my classmates and I was realizing that even MBAs and these very, very ambitious professional women were feeling less confident in our finances as compared to the men. And, you know, I just realized that this was a huge opportunity mm -hmm. to do something about it. So I had an MBA summer internship at one of the best design firms in the world called IDEO. Okay. And when I was there, I, um, you know, I was kind of looking around and seeing what was going on in the world and Time's Up was happening, Me Too was happening. Mm. And I just felt very strongly that women deserved better financial services that were actually designed around our needs. You know, you, you realize that there was this problem when it comes to women having access and also not just women having access, I think, that there was a confidence um, issue 
that you were looking to solve for. Is that accurate to say? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the the issue was so multifaceted. Mm -hmm. And I think the deeper I dug, the more I saw. So Mm -hmm. the first piece at the highest level was I was looking at visa data and I saw that 70% of women, and every time I say women, also with minorities, these stats are worse. So if you're intersectional, It's like if you're a woman and a minority, Mm. these numbers are just worse and worse. But 70% of women were making avoidable mistakes when it came to money, when it came to credit, when it came to wealth. Um, And those mistakes were solvable. It's just Mm. because the financial system was not designed with us in mind, we were also not being taught the same way. Mm -hmm. And the issues start really early where little boys are twice as likely to receive a lesson on credit and finances by the time we reach high school. Mm. And then banks are spending 33 times advertising to men than they are to women. And thus women aren't having these conversations. And so that does lead to greater, you know, not really understanding how some of these products and services are working. And then on top of that, when you actually look at the products and services themselves, you can see that credit scoring algorithms, for example, are taking into account, okay, the fact that there is a gender wage gap, right? Mm -hmm. There is a pink tax and that women's lives are costing more. And so, you know, these algorithms are saying, are not actually seeing that. And they're just saying, okay, well, we are going to penalize you with some of those factors um, that, you know, society has put onto us at no fault of our own. And so I started taking all these things, started looking at, okay, of course, confidence, a lack of confidence is the result, but also Mm -hmm. these products were never designed with us in mind. We were never taught. This industry is not designed to center women that look like you and me. So it makes sense that, you know, we might not be engaging with them optimally, or we might not feel confident using them. Well, where did you get the confidence to say, you know what, I have seen the problem and, you know, I have seen the stats and I want to be part of the solution. Like, because a lot of people, things happen all the time. I might say, oh, you know, I, you know, I don't like on my street right now where I live, it's kind of a busy street. And I think to myself, oh, there should be a a speed bump here, you know, but I just complained about it. Um, (laughs) But, you know, sometimes there's a thing that makes you say, I'm actually not just going to complain about it. I'm going to do something like, where did that energy come from? Is that like your mother just seeping through? Like, no, we're, the feistiness is still here. <laughs> my mother is definitely my inspiration. And, you know, I think, you know, to to know me is to know my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think ultimately, when I looked around, I didn't really see anyone tackling this problem mm-hmm. from the way that I really felt fundamentally the financial system needed a redesign. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the education and the confidence in that component, I started seeing so many women start talking about that, which I thought was just so incredible. And and women that look like you and women that look like me having these conversations. And as I mentioned, Time's Up was happening. Me Too was happening. And I just felt like the timing for something like this was right. But the other part that I felt a lot of gratitude for and really understood my privilege in that I understood how to build financial products. Mm. And, you know, as I looked around, even when I was working at Visa and especially now as a fintech founder, there wasn't anyone who looked like me. Um, And, you know, just having that experience where I was rejected from the product that I helped create, mm-hmm. I don't know anyone else who's had that experience. Mm-hmm. Still in, you know, my many almost a decade in fintech now, I, I haven't seen that. And I think with that perspective, that made me really empathetic to the women who I'm building for, where mm-hmm. I have these conversations and I can say, okay, I also experienced that problem. You're right, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I got rejected because I wasn't building my credit history effectively. And that's because I didn't know, no one taught me. And and so as I'm talking to other women and building the products, it's also thinking about how do we not only give you the education that you need and the why behind everything, but also how do we design products and services that you can actually take those learnings and then practice with them and know that these products aren't gonna have a bunch of gotchas Mm. around them. So. To answer your question, Tiffany, I think I just didn't see anyone else with my unique perspective. And I felt 
this is something that should exist in the world because when you give women and minorities more money, that's how the world moves forward. And it became a matter of gender equity and, and equity for minorities as well, where again, going back to money is power, understanding how to leverage money, understanding money, credit and wealth, and actually having the tools to make those work for you is just so powerful. And it felt like probably the most important thing that I could do with my life. And so um, that's when I decided to take the plunge into entrepreneurship and build what is now Sequin. So let's talk about Sequin. One, how did you come up with the name and what exactly is Sequin? Yes, I actually love this question um, with the name. So it's actually an interesting kind of fun fact. So sequins or sika is an Arabic term for a coin. Mm. And around the Roman Empire timing, there were these Venetian gold currencies as well called sequins or sika. Mm-hmm. And as you know, the fall of the Roman Empire, the coins started losing value. And so mm-hmm. people would wear them as talismans and, you know, decor. And over time, it became this kind of shiny, now what we know as sequins. Okay. Right? And I really loved that mix of, you know, rooted and deep currency and gold mm-hmm. coins, but also something that represents femininity and something mm-hmm. that feels very kind of bright and and loud and mm-hmm. out there. It just felt like this perfect mix of, you know, what we were trying to build and, you know, the change that we're trying to make in the world. Now that we know how you got the name Sequin, what yes. exactly, because I know it's a women's banking and financial education membership club, but what does exactly does that mean? If I were to go and we have a link in the description of our, you know, if you're listening and you're like, I want to sign up for Sequin after hearing. Um, so if I were to go to, to go to sequincard.com, right, that's the site. Right. Yes, exactly. Sequencard.com. Right. And so then what can I expect? Like, what will I get there? You know, that I can't find someplace else. Exactly. So the best part about Sequin is that we combine community and financial guidance Mm -hmm. with actual banking and financial tools for you to take the action. So you have guidance, you have accountability, and you have banking tools. Mm -hmm. And so we go through our three-step money, credit, and wealth program. And at each step, we actually say, these are the things that you need to do. And actually in this order, because we get so many questions around, should I be paying off debt first? Should I be Mm -hmm. investing first? Should I have an emergency fund? And actually there is an order that works for most people. And so we say, this is the order. You can DIY. We have a ton of amazing resources around money, credit, and wealth. Mm-hmm. We have workshops if you need accountability, and we do a lot of community um, work together as well. And then the best part is you get a sequin high interest checking account mm. and a sequin debit card mm. that has your own money mantra on it. Oh, I love and that. So, and it has Visa. Oh, girl, you, you lit. Because, you know, exactly. sometimes you see these cards, you're like, what, where did you press this at? Staples? But now her no. card, if you're listening and you can't see it, it has the Visa on it. I love that it has your money mantra. That's amazing. Yes, it's great. And it's really neat. So, um, you know, one of our main products that we'll give you is Sequin High Interest Checking, mm-hmm. which is something that doesn't really exist yes. on the market. Mm-hmm. And so with high interest checking, it means that your checking account is actually growing every single dollar. Mm. And what we hear so much with women is, you know, either I'm not investing, which, you know, we're hoping to change, or I'm not growing my money. And we want every single dollar of yours to grow in your checking account. So your paycheck goes into sequin, it grows at high interest, um, the rate's subject to change, but right now it's 3.56% in checking, in checking what? which is over 50 times what you're going to get with your yeah, bank. I'm about to leave. It's, I'm like, mm, I'm at one of these other yes. banks. I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Is there yeah. like a minimum? Look at me for myself. No. I'm like, I mean, for the audience. It's, there, are no, there are no gotchas. So that was okay. one of the things that I felt very strongly Great. about with my experience with my mom was there's a lot of gotchas in the financial world, right? Mm-hmm. You get a free checking account. And for those of, us, those of you who can't see me, I'm putting mm-hmm. quotes, right? A free <laughs> checking account. But there's so many gotchas, right? Yeah. There's overdraft fees, late yeah. fees. I always say if you're not paying for a product, you are the, you product. Are the product. Yes. And, you know, that's something that we wanted to kiss goodbye to with Sequin, where when you come in 
everything is given to you and we have a monthly or an annual membership. And once you're in, there's nothing. And at a certain point with, you know, if you connect your direct deposit to Sequin, Mm -hmm. you will likely earn more in interest than the membership fee. Okay. So you're learning, right? You're getting accountability. You're getting these novel banking tools that don't really exist on the market. High interest checking is gate kept like American Express has it, but you have to have an Amex card with an annual fee and then you get access to it. This Mm -hmm. way there's no gatekeeping. You come in and we also have some other really amazing tools like credit tools where you can build credit, you can pay off debt all within Sequin, all in one place. So the idea is you can manage your entire financial life within Sequin. We'll tell you the exact order of things to do. We'll give you resources to actually practice, take action. We'll give you accountability with the community and we'll give you novel banking tools that do not exist anywhere else really on the market and are definitely Mm. not all in one place together. So I love what we're building and the best part is we want to design a financial system with women and minorities in mind for the first time in history, right? Mm -hmm. If women could be, and minorities could be rejected from, again, bank accounts, business loans, credit cards until the seventies, every single bank out there was not designed with our needs in mind, right? And so we always do feedback sessions. Every single product that we've built and every single feature is actually built by a request from a member of our community. And so we really do listen. And that's why, you know, your reaction, Tiffany, of high interest checking. We heard so many women say like, okay, I do have an investment, but I need money every month and I have a lot of money in my checking account and that should be growing. And every single dollar of yours should be growing. And so we're like, enter high interest checking. I love that. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, hey, BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brownambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. 
Just visit squarespace.com slash brownambition to get your discount today. Remember, your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know we work hard and we play hard, but when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app can help it do. Keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you know what. I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Security. Securities. Betterment is not a bank. So what, so what one currently, so it depends if you're listening to this podcast five years from now, this might not be accurate, but for now, what is the, the annual fee? And then what, aside from this high interest checking, what else does it get you access to? Yeah, absolutely. So when you join our membership, um, our monthly right now is $13 a month. Um, our annual, we're actually doing a promotion. We'll do a promotion with, uh, we'll give you a specific link with brand ambition so you can get, um, 40% off. So we'll share that as well in annual membership. Um, but you get everything. So you get all of the financial guidance that I mentioned. So our money credit wealth program, which includes courses, it includes workshops, it includes DIY resources to help you do things like calculate your emergency fund. It does things like help you figure out the best way to pay off debt. It does things like help you understand the best way to get started investing. And then you also get access to our financial tools, which are high interest checking, right? So you're able to grow every single dollar at insanely high interest and it's totally liquid to you. You get access to all of our credit tools that help you build credit, pay off debt. You literally just connect your credit cards to sequin and the tool's smart enough to tell you, are you in debt payoff mode or credit building mode? And the best part is all of it is in one place and it's all accessible to you. You're not going to be charged overdraft fees, late fees, penalties. We actually, every time you make a transaction, text you and tell you how much you have left in your account. So you are never going to be overdrafting. You're always aware. So those are kind of small features that we just provide for nervous system regulation, but uh, we're constantly building new features and everything is accessible to you as a sequin member. Like I have so many questions. I'm like writing. Everybody knows me. They know, I know I have the I worst saw memory. You I'm like, ah, I'm, questions. I'm like, okay. So, question: I'm here for it. Yes. <laughs> like, Do you have joint accounts available? Like, if I not as okay, not, not yet. as yet. And okay. actually, you know, it's something that we could consider. But mm-hmm. one of the things that we are trying to prevent here is women and minorities are twice as likely to be the authorized or the secondary user Mm. on a joint account. And with Sequin, we really want this to be your bank account. Like this is your banking and there's not really anyone else. Like this is you, you know, and you can manage your financial life. If you want to connect, you know, your partner's credit cards into it, or if you want to kind of use it together, you can, but it really is meant to be an account for you to be able to keep organized and on track. Okay. Now that makes sense. So a second question, do you guys do business accounts yet? Not yet, but we do have so many entrepreneurs in our community, which is really amazing. And for their money mantra, a lot of them will just put their business name and that keeps them really accountable. So it's not a business account, um, but you can store your business funds in sequin if you would like. Um, It's just not meant to be used as a business account, but you can grow those business funds in sequin if you would like. Okay. Even if, you know, I'm just thinking like, okay, good to know. Look at me. I'm like, and? Because you see me like, I'm asking (laughs) all these questions for the audience, aka Tiffany. Um, I know. I'm like, let's get you signed (laughs) up. (laughs) Do you guys offer savings accounts yet? Or is it just checking right now? It's all checking. We just wanted everything to be very liquid. One thing that we are working on, again, community requested, Mm -hmm. is buckets. And so you can 
separate out, let's say your emergency fund, right? We'll help you calculate that. We'll do a workshop with you and we'll say, okay, now put that money into Sequin where it's going to grow with high interest. Um, and so we're working on building out our buckets functionality. Um, but for now it's all kind of in checking and we don't like your money to be locked away. We just want you to have access to it. But if you do need to separate it out, that's where the buckets come in. Okay. No, I love that. I'm a bucket girl. So I wanted, I know one of the, the, the drawbacks of a savings account, which I mean, I, I obviously love a high yield savings account, but I know that there is like, you can't do more than six transfers a month, I believe. So are there, is there like an amount of transfers that you can't do? Okay. No. So yeah, it's, I love these conversations because I, all these women are so smart, right? And you're always asking like the fine print kind of questions. And mm-hmm. that's one of the things that we wanted to avoid here with Sequin is you come in and you just have nervous system regulation. Your money is always available to you. There's mm-hmm. no gotchas. There's no restrictions. There's no minimums. When you're a Sequin member, you have access to everything. We just open the door and you have access to the whole, uh, the whole kingdom here. <laughs> so let me just work this before I forget. Um, um, so also my question is, oh, is there bill pay available? Cause I'm a big bill pay girl, you know, where like people come in, I mean, I, I, I automate bill payments and of course bill payments come in, but is there a bill payment option available yet? So it's not, um, you can't send like a check to your, you know, bill pay or anything like that, but mm-hmm. you can definitely pay your bills from Sequin. Okay. And we have a entire session actually, and a bunch of materials around organizing your finances. And mm-hmm. so much of it is automating, like you mentioned. Yes. And so we actually go through what is that checklist of what you need to do just to, again, reduce that mental load monthly and make sure your bills are paid mm-hmm. and you know, you're know you not going to miss payments, et cetera. So it's not an official bill pay functionality, but you can definitely connect your bills to Sequin. Okay. Um Trying to think, is there any like financial questions? I'm like, what else? It sounds really awesome. And just just for clarity, I just was looking the other day because I overdrafted. Um, because although I had a bunch of money in one account, I in another joint account that I have with my sister, because to your point, I was helping her. Um mm-hmm. my my monthly fee is $25. And I get nothing for that $25. Nothing. No, so Tiffany, 30, come to see. I know. So for $13 <laughs> To, you know, so one, you know, it's significantly less than what probably you're paying, quite honestly, if you have a checking account. And then on top of that, you're also earning interest where I'm earning nothing. I mean, this is a big bank. So even in savings, it's point like zero 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 one percent But checking, it's like, girl, you tried it. Um, there's nothing here for you. And so, you know, um, if those of you who are hearing the fee that um, for the most part, you are likely paying a fee anyway. I know sometimes, uh, you know, to your point that bank, like if you have direct deposit, that that fee gets waived. Um, So some people take advantage of that. But I love the fact that there's this education component and this community component, which is so right up my alley. Um, So I wanted to shift gears a little bit into, because we have a lot of entrepreneurs here and would love to get a better understanding of like what the business, like this is me, my curiosity. So Is this like when I started the budget, Nista, I didn't have any money and certainly no one was trying to invest. You know, did you raise money to start Sequin? Um, How was that process as a brown woman? If you did, like, what did that look like? Oh my gosh. I love this conversation. (laughs) Um, Yes. So we actually decided to take the venture back to root. Um, and one thing that was really important for me, and hopefully you can all get the sense as I'm talking, is living our mission end to end. And that is our investors. That's, you know, who works at Sequin. That's who we're serving. Um, but we really care so much about empowering women financially. And part of that is even if you are an investor, having the opportunity to have a huge outcome, right? And, so when I went to fundraise for the first time, first of all, I had no idea what I was doing. I was like <laughs> me with a pitch deck and actually funny story. I walked into a, a, a woman who actually ended up investing later on and you all know her name. Um, but when I walked in, she said, uh, you know, don't you have friends and family who can invest? And I said, I actually 
don't. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the things, right? Yes. Where you hear these stories of entrepreneurs and it's, you know, I got a small loan of a million dollars. I did a friends and family round and well, I got 300,000. I'm like, who has 300,000? <laughs> I know, I know. And it's those types of things. And, and, you know, to this investor's credit, I said to her, I said, one of the reasons why I want to start this company is to put more money in the hands of women. And I hope that one day I can be that person that someone comes to and says, I have this amazing business idea that's going to change the world. Do you want to invest? And I hope at that point I can say, yes, I have a little bit of money to give to you. But at mm. this point, you know, as as a first generation immigrant, part of it is you don't have generational wealth, right? Mm-hmm. That is the thing. And that's the thing that we are all working towards. And so, you know, going in, I think taking it as a moment to educate and say, you know, this type of thing, right? I do not have extremely wealthy friends and family to be investing, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars into Mm -hmm. this. But the second piece that was um, really important to me was having women and women of color on my cap table. Mm -hmm. And it took me longer to fundraise to find those folks and really test the fit both ways, right? It's not just me saying, oh, I need money to get started on my business, but truly was, are you mission driven? Do you understand the huge opportunity that this is to change the world, right? It's, you know, putting hands and putting money in the hands of women, putting the money in the hands of minorities. This is a revolutionary idea. And are you in it for the long haul? And are you Mm -hmm. in it for those ups and downs? And I'm so glad I made that decision to really be intentional about who is on our cap table. Because as we have progressed year over year and done additional rounds, almost all of those women have reinvested into the company. (laughs) And so it made our rounds after that, you know, a lot easier. And we actually went through a startup accelerator called Y Combinator, which has launched, yeah, some of the biggest unicorns of the last few years, Stripe, Instacart, DoorDash, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Um, and it's been such an amazing experience to have that mentorship, but mm-hmm. it is kind of interesting. You know, I am a huge fan of my peers and they're some of the smartest and kindest people I've ever met, but they don't look like me, right? Yeah. They look like them the and they the all kind of look mm-hmm. very similar. They look like who the financial world is designed for. And I think as, as Bernard would say, stale, pale and male. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, for sure. So I think that, you know, is the superpower, right? Of being able to be empathetic with your community. And even as I do user interviews almost every single day and do money therapy sessions, I'm crying on these calls oh. with these women, right? Because I see, they tell me the stories about, you know, that them watching their moms growing mm. up. And I'm like, that was me too. And, you know, them getting rejected from products. I'm like, me too, right? How yeah. do we actually take that feeling and then actually solve it with products and services. So anyway, I digress. Um, Yes, we took the venture backed route, but having mission driven investors is something that is so important. Um, And it's a smart business decision as well, because it's a long journey. Um, And, you know, you're in this relationship with your investors for, you know, decades. I I hope I get to run this company for the rest of my life. And so, you know, these people are going to be along (laughs) with me for the ride. No, I love that. And for those, because there are listeners who are like, what's a cap table? <laughs> I, know, yeah. I, mean, I, I've heard, I remember what um, Jay-Z has this great line. Have you heard that line? Like, it's like, he said, oh, this is great line where he's like, you know, something, something at the cap table, what the splits is, something like, you know, and I just love that. Like, he's like integrating, like, you know, venture language into yes. like rap and making it. But anyway, I just like, go, go y'all Google it to say Jay-Z yeah, cap table. That's it's awesome. a great- Jay-Z has a, a venture fund too. So, yeah, so he's very well, you know, but he said he had to learn, like, it's a different yeah. type of thing. So for those people who are listening and not familiar, I, I love that we get to see it through brown eyes like oh okay so yeah what is a cap table what does that mean yes absolutely yeah so cap table just stands for a capitalization table and so when you go to fundraise you'll say okay i you know it's it's kind of shark tank vibes but um <laughs> a little less uh I don't, a little less theatrical, I would say. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so you know how they say I'm, you know, looking for a a certain amount of investment to own this portion Mm -hmm. of my company and I value my company at this amount. And Mm -hmm. so it's basically what percentage ownership 
based off the amount that they've invested and at what um, valuation basically your company is. So basically is kind of a, a spreadsheet, a fancy spreadsheet that shows, you know, the ownership of the company. So that's why Jay-Z say what the splits is, right? Because he's basically like, okay, if I give you this amount of money, what's my cut basically of your company? Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. The famous words of Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so for you, because I've heard... Like, cause I, like I said, I've never, I've never, I, I never tried to raise money. Plus I, I wouldn't even know. Like, so we have been totally self-funded. So I started the budget Nista, funded it myself. Um, like, you know, little by little, I made a little money, funded it more. And then I used the budget Nista as the bank. So when I launched other projects and companies, I would go to the mm. bank of Budgetista. So when I started I my that. online school, um, which we peaked at about like eight figures a year, I was like, I think like the we needed thirty thousand dollars to get the the like it was we were paying um, professors, we were paying um, you know for the like for the content, just and it mm. was a lot. But I could have never started with thirty thousand dollars like ex preschool teacher Tiffany starting the Budgetista, but. Yeah. You know, then, because by then the Budgetista had been in business like six or seven years. So the Academy was able to say, hey, Budgetista, can I borrow money? You know, and so the Budgetista lent it the 30000 that it so needed. Great. Yeah. And then its first year, I remember we, we put all that money to work. I remember we made $30,000 the first 30 minutes that we opened the doors. I had oh never made, gosh, I used to make $39,000 a year as a teacher. And so Aww. that was like, what? You know, so that was kind of like my the funding is how I saw it, you know, um, because yeah. I probably, to your point, I didn't feel confident enough. Plus two, I wouldn't even know what to do. I didn't come from the corporate world. So I'm, I'm fascinated to hear like, okay, like how many people did you have to pitch to? Like, what was your like pitch yeah. um, percentage? Like, oh, you know, about 2% of people said, oh yes. And is that normal? Like, what did you find? Yeah. Like, how was that? Like, yeah. How many people did you pitch to? And, um, you know, like what was your like closing rate, I guess? And it was that normal comparative to your, to your peers? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, some of the stats and I try not to get bogged down by the stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So, but I, I intellectualize these numbers and, you know, less than 2% of venture funding goes to women, period. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when you think about women in fintech, when you think about women of color, when you think of immigrants, that number just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And actually, I think someone told me I had a, a greater chance of winning the California lottery than I did at raising money. Um, when you look at the percentages, yeah, wow. yeah, and I was like, thanks. I tried not not to think about <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, luckily, it was you know after I finished <laughs> raising, and we raised about six million dollars, which is amazing. Yes. Yeah, and, and you know from awesome investors, but yeah, you know that idea of going out there and pitching really requires you to take a very big bet on yourself, yes. and. You know, you're talking to the, the best investors, right, in, in Silicon Valley in our case, and their job is to tell you everything that can go wrong with yeah. your company. And it can really mess with your psychology. Okay. And actually, you know, in those moments, I really leaned upon three things. Okay. The first was my expertise and being able to say that I built the credit card that's in your wallet Ooh, right now. We call that a flex around here. Ow. Yes. <laughs> and you know, I, it was interesting because when I first started, I, for some reason, just felt like, oh, my qualifications would speak for myself. And they mm. knew that going into it, you know, when I'd send them an email saying I wanted to chat, it's like, I built the Chase Sapphire Reserve. And, you know, there's a voice inside my head, again, that I don't let get too loud. But I do feel if I were, again, a white man mm. and they had known that, I don't think they would have... I got grilled. There was um, actually a woman partner who came up to me after one of my pitches and she says, I have never seen anyone get grilled like that. Good job. Wow. And at first I was like, wow, thank you. And then I started thinking about it more and I was like, why is that though? Yeah. Like why as a woman do you need to be 10x better? Yeah. But leaning into my expertise, I think helped a lot in saying, okay, I know how to build these products. I've done it before. You use a product that I built. I can do this. I know how to do this. Mm -hmm. And just getting confident in that, in my body is not, no, as, a, as an immigrant, so much of it is like humility. Yes. And I realized that wasn't the strategy here yes. because the guys were not going in humble, yes. right? So and that leads me to my second point was just being able to sell a really, really big vision mm -hmm. that for me, again, was grounded in 
talked to thousands of women at that mm-hmm. point and being able to say, I understand this population, one, because I am this woman, Mm -hmm. but also this woman has an incredible amount of spending power that she's just making avoidable financial mistakes with. And if we can solve that, that is just so that unlocks so much opportunity for so many people. Um, So that was the second piece. And the third piece was, you know, everyone has those days where just like one too many negative, you know, Uh conversations and be like lying on my office floor with the (laughs) lights off, like so tired. And I just like pick up my phone and call my mom and my mom's just like, women need this. And I feel so much more empowered going through the financial system after going through sequin and after being a part of sequin. And this is really, really important. And that just always refueled me. So I think going back to a really strong why is, you know, something that was just so helpful. And, yes. you know, just, I, I love the people that we're building for because they're my sisters and my moms yes. and my future daughters, yes. right? It's what's not to love. So yes. yeah. We have in, in our Slack channel, we have a, a channel called testimonials where oh. Wherever somebody says something nice about us, an email or social, whatever, we take a screenshot and we all post it there because everyone has days where you're like, what are we doing? Like today, we made a huge mistake with the brand we partnered with. And uh, it was just like, and I was just like, what am I doing? 15 years in. But you know, you get to go to the testimonials channel and women are like, I paid my bill for the first time. I was able to save. I was like, so you read, you're like, okay, okay. You know, like this is the why, you know? Um, So it doesn't, I think it's important for women to hear, like no matter what level of success or whatever that you've achieved, you know, it's still, you know, you still have days. So um, thank you for being vulnerable. And yeah, I think absolutely. my last big, huge question for you is like, yes. what is the desired outcome, right? So five years, 10 years from now, like what would, what's your, I call it dreamscaping. We just kind of like let your dreams just run around the landscape of your mind. Like, what would you love to see that sequence has this many people signed up? It's doing this. Like, what does that look like? This is such a great, great question. I want to be the number, I want Sequin to be the number one banking for women. And I want to be able to grow with you from your first checking account Mm. all the way to your entire life's needs, right? So checking account, then you get into credit, then you get into, you know, big life goals like investing, you get into buying a home, right? We see that women are better to lend to, but mortgages are more expensive for women. Why the heck is that, right? There's, Mm -hmm. you know, mortgages, there's, weddings, there's kids and 529 plans. We know with retirement, women have to be thinking about that differently because we live longer and you know, we might take a step back as caretakers, et cetera, et cetera. There's so many hidden costs to being a woman every step of the way. And there's so much guidance to be had. And there are better products to be built that are more transparent, like we're already doing with Sequin, right? Where we're educating you, we're giving you the products. Um, and so I want to be that place where you have a really big life goal. You get your first job, you get married, you have kids, you retire. And I want Sequin to be with you every step of the way, the place that you can feel is very trustworthy. You feel like there's no gotchas and you feel like your banking is truly aligned with your interests and what you are looking to accomplish. And is really helping you get there versus, you know, a cause of stress or that, you know, your bank is making money when you make a mistake. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want that anymore, right? Access to finances, access to credit, access to wealth is directly equal to access to opportunity. And I just want women, women and minorities to have at least the same, if not opportunity. I love that. Access to wealth, access to credit, access to like really living this, the your financial life as you see fit is directly aligned with access to opportunities. That is so, I think I, not enough people understand that when, you know, you hear people say, I'm going to pull myself up or you should buy your bootstraps, but some people have no boots. So it's like, what does that even mean? And so, oh, I love that. So we are claiming that for you. Yeah. Um, I just, <laughs> I love this. This was like so great. I thank you for being open to not just talk about the product itself, but like the business underlying the product. Yes. You know, so, you know, that is something that um, I'm always curious about. And I know our listeners are, are curious about, and I know they're, hopefully you have found this interview so as delightful as I have, because I just learned so much. And it's just nice to see. I hope you know that there are people out there 
who are navigating from a place of good, you know, especially in this space. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I guess, you know, when I'm thinking about <laughs> the tools or resources that I have to use or recommend, because although the tool might be good, the underlying business doesn't really sit well. So I love, love, love that there are people out there who like me are like, yes, of course I want to make money, but I want to make good money in a good way. You know, I tell people I want to do, do good, right? I want to help good people. I want to make good money and I want to live a good life. And so I just, I love that you are right in line with that, Verinda. We thank you for coming on. We thank you so much for coming on. (laughs) I feel, again, I have a kindred spirit here and I just love so much what you've built in this community. And, you know, as I mentioned, just some of my inspirations, when I first started this company, you were at the top of that list. So thank you for everything. Yes, I have actually a spreadsheet (laughs) from when I first started. I said, who are my dream people who I would love to just meet and just love the work that they're doing? And it was Tiffany, the budget Mista. Oh my God, that's awesome. This feels very like manifesting (laughs) and the world's, you know, coming together. So thank you for everything that you do. And thank you for this platform to share my story and share what we're doing with Sequin. No, absolutely. So if you are interested in Sequin, because Lord knows I'm putting at least one of my checking accounts over there. Yeah. And, you know, there is a link, you know, um, as Verinda explained, there is a link. So you can certainly go to sequincard.com, but with our link, sequincard.com slash Brown Ambition, um, you get 40% off. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah. So exactly. the link is in the description. So go ahead and take a look. Um, and Brenda, I'm actually going coming. I have to tape something uh, for a brand and I'm coming to, oh, I'm coming to LA. You're in San Francisco. Well, I don't know where I'm When are you going to be in LA? Um, I believe the 3rd of February. I'm still, we're still working out dates, but Okay. I'll let you know, you know, and then that yeah, way. Keep me posted. Yeah. I love LA. It's a quick trip. So maybe okay. I'll just fly down and have some fun in Santa Monica okay. and see <laughs> well, you. I love Santa Monica too. All right. Thank you. And thank you, BA listeners. If Oh, Verna, real quick. If they want to find you, where can they find you? Like if they want to continue um, to learn more. Absolutely. Yeah. So you can follow us on our Sequin TikTok. We're at Sequin Club. Um, same on Instagram, same on LinkedIn. And if you want to follow me for whatever reason and follow <laughs> along with my life, I'm at Vrinda.gupta on Instagram as well. Well, thank you. All right, y'all. See you next week. If you love this episode, share with a friend because sharing is truly caring. Um, and we'll see you next week. Thanks so much. Bye. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.